Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaro West Ham United We celebrate our victories Stick together in defeat. Proud of our history, West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 10, episode 13. And we've got the whole crew. We're a fair weather forecast, which means we have a full house when something amazing happens. Uh, back is uh, Georgie George. Hello, Where are Sean. you? What are you doing? Hello, Sean. I am at home recording a podcast with you. Hello, uh, and, and his father, uh, Johnny John. Where are you? What are you doing? I am in my loft talking to the extended group of podcasters we also have lenny len len where are you what are you doing i'm in the living room doing the podcast with you fellas five of us and last last but not least he's seven minutes late but he got here in the end two failed computers can't spell uh it's shed man where are you what are you doing nigel i'm in my shed Record-breaking episode. A record-breaking episode. Why? Why is it record-breaking? Well, it's possibly the first time you've had five people. We've had five. No, I think we didn't. We two weeks ago, didn't we? No, I don't think we did. Sure, I'm pretty sure. Shut up. I have spent the day taking the piss out of Spurs fans and I loved it. I've absolutely loved it. I'll tell you what, I just want to start with this small clip. It's not a Spurs podcast, but I just want to start with this small clip. Hotspur. We're back, Another people. quick transition. Tottenham Hotspur are officially oh back. Word. Unbelievable. The rest of the Premier League are fearing us. Tottenham. Son, three is our wide for regular. Oh, no. It's great, We are Tottenham TV um, uh, podcast or stream, that is. Uh, those 
blokes are absolutely infamous today, uh, giving it large when they were 3-0 up after 16 minutes, which I think was a, a record for, for Spurs for like uh, for 13 years. And then West Ham broke their own record by scoring three goals in eight minutes. The first Premier League side to be 3-0 down on the 81st minute and come back uh, 3-3. Sorry, spoiler alert, we drew with Spurs 3-3. George, let's start with you. Um, Did you enjoy that? I did. I very much did. Um, It was the first time in a long time that a football match has got me out of my seat. And when that goal went in at the end, I was all over the living room. But yeah, it was very good. Um, the the uh, first half, I think, we were talking about just before we came on air, that, um, you know, it wasn't what we expected, but it was accepted. You know, I, I wasn't, I didn't feel that gutted when we went down so quickly three by three goals because, you know, you just, it's happened before. We've seen it before. We've been let down like this before. So I was just like, uh, all right then. And when we got to half-time, 3-0 down, um, as we talked about just then, I considered turning over. Luckily, I didn't. I didn't yeah, put a film on. Yeah, that would a shocking thing to do. Who would do that? Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I stuck with it, and I was rewarded. And um, yeah, the, the rest is history. And it was it was a special moment in a... In a where where'd you long... put it up there? I mean, some people overreact and said um best game ever some people are even talking about the goal being similar to paolo di canio scissor kick against uh um against wimbledon and i was going well calm down there where, where do you put it as a, as the goal and a, and a result um off the top of my head it, it's it's got to be up there in terms of who it was against and how it came about and the quality of the goal um I think that there's been probably more important goals in our history and uh, that have had more of an impact. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely up there in recent memory for me as one of the best goals and best moments as a whole. Good, good. Let's talk to you. Uh, John, oh, were you Hello. dancing around the living room? I wasn't quite dancing. though. I, Did you I, jump? Did you do your back in? No, I didn't do either of those. But yeah, I mean, I did. I did stay with it, and I did watch it. And you know, as we were talking about, you know, we kind of accepted it. And I know we had a group so talking about. I put out there what will the scores be, and we were talking fives and whatever at the beginning. And we just, yeah, it was just unexpected, but absolutely incredible to watch and. Really, I'm sure Nigel's going to tell us he said three two, which uh, we all laughed at him. Um, well, I said five nil against us, but um, to, to yeah, talk when, to when us, they went to three, we talked to one of the others. Talk to us about the first half. What well, went wrong? Well, obviously they came out all guns blazing. Though we we did start all right, and then they got the ball and broke and scored the goal. It just shows you the <laughs> the, the the quality of their finishing. Really, it's. Yeah, we had, we had a good we had a good fifteen seconds. Yeah, well, we we well, it's forty five seconds. We? <laughs> but you, you've got you've got to blame the defenders, haven't you? That we didn't set up right. You know, we've we've well, had two clean sheets. What? I mean, our brain looked like he was going to get rinsed every time. He, he's obviously struggles for a bit of pace and against pace, you could see it. Uh, they could get at him, but 
I think there was a little bit of confusion going on at the beginning. I think Sufau or Kufau, whatever you're going to call him, seemed to be up quite high up a lot and left that side open. But, you know, I thought we had a good 30 seconds and then they scored. So, (laughs) (laughs) So second second goal, Harry Kane, uh, what was it, eight minutes or something? Yeah, double nutmeg. It was just double net man. You're right. I've just remembered that he went through the legs of Kufau and was it Rice? I think it was uh, Rice and Ogbonna. Rice and Ogbonna. Yeah. Well, Ogbonna, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, double net Again, it was just quality, oh, sure. quality finishing. You just, you just, <laughs> you just said you're going to call Sufau Sufau. Then you just called him Kufau, and you oh, just yeah. called Ogbonna Ogbonna Ogbonna. Anyway, Oggy 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 Oggy. And then obviously their third was that was a really good delivery for their third and great header and you're just fearing the worst, weren't you? But sort of hoping for the best. But Kane always scores against us and and Son is is you know he's pretty special. Um, he's a good good player. And and they didn't finish off the game really. Um, you know they should have got four. When when did um. Kane hit the woodwork. That was that in the second half. That was about seventy. Yeah, that was yeah. before, and then Bale got through, didn't he? But yeah. you know, it was all there for them. And you know, even when we when we got the equal, like when when we got our first goal, Balbuena, great header, and you know, the keeper didn't even move. And you're sort of thinking, oh, there you go. At least it's not a clean sheet for them. And and then we get the own goal. I mean, you've got to praise. You know, Yarmolenko's part in that. You know, he, he made a difference, and the substitutes well, obviously he, he, made. He put, he put off Gareth. We're talking about did. Gareth Bale in a minute in the second yeah, half. He put well, off he Gareth Bale. himself at him, didn't he? Yeah, for his yeah. free ball. He, his part in the second goal was integral. You know, he, obviously Lanzini did what he did, but you know, it just proves the worth of getting those subs on there. I mean, I, I do think Yarmolenko made a large contribution to the turnaround. Yeah. And and yeah. I was just like, you know, even when we got the, the second goal, you're sort of hoping, but it doesn't normally happen to us, does it? We're not, you know, yeah. it's going well, to be another one of Let's move on to Len to talk about the second half. Len? Well, talk it, us through the second half. Talk you through the second half? Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it was a fantastic way to spend international Gareth Bale Day. Gareth Bale Day. <laughs> Because it seemed what it was all about. You're, you're being polite. A lot of other people called it the Gareth Bale wank fest. Well, okay. If they want to, you know. Uh, it was, wasn't it? Um, take it down to that level, they can, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to take it down to that level, but that's what some people called it. Yeah. I wasn't, um, I was saying earlier, I wasn't too dismayed when we went 1-0 down. Because... I thought that was a world-class ball by um, 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 Harry Kane. Harry Kane, that's it. It was Harry Kane. To to put it in a place where it was just too short for the goalie to come out and it beat Balbuena. And I think at any time of the match, that's a goal just because of that cross. Of course, you've got Son the other end of it. And Tottenham played well. But what it comes down to, isn't it, it they, got, they got the goals from their three first chances. And we got our goals from our last three chances. So I thought that was quite fair. But you did ask about the second half, didn't you? So I did. Um, I wasn't too disappointed with the first half other than the scoreline. 
Um, but the second half, you wouldn't just... you wouldn't say they had the better first half. But forget, forget the goals; they they outplayed us for most of the first half. No, yeah, I don't think. In so. my view, they did. You you well, get your word in a minute, got Nigel. Got their first goal, that's why, and then they just want to sit back. We we both wanted to be behind the ball. I assumed so. Whoever strikes blood first as the advantage, really. When there's three of them, that's a massive advantage. So uh, it was very entertaining to see. And a lot of people were saying that uh, Tottenham took their foot off the gas. We were always had attacking threat. And it paid off in, in the second half. There was nothing too spectacular. But we're getting players forward better now. Sufal and... And Creswell's getting more room to get forward now, and it's working well, and it's paying off again. And every time there's a set piece now, I've got so much more confidence than I used to because we've got so much threat in the air. Suchek, especially, even when the ball doesn't go into him, he can still um, cause trouble release player. I thought they should have dealt with it a little bit better for the for our first goal, which was we took the goal well. Um we for our second goal Who um, scored our first goal? Do you remember then? Yeah, Barbuena. Yeah. And the only goal was just put in the right place and then that really shook him up. And then when we got we earned that set piece from Snodgrass. And when we got that free kick, I was feeling a little... Sanchez's own goal, wasn't it? But yeah. uh, Sufal was just behind him, wasn't he? So if, if yeah. he hadn't have cleared it. Um, um, Bowen was just behind Bowen him. Bowen was just behind Is it Bowen? Bowen? Oh, Bowen, yeah. I had a 1 in 11 chance again, right? Well, you did. Um, Sufal put the ball in. Yeah. And then Sanchez <laughs> put that in. You can hear it's literally the, the one play you probably shouldn't have said. Yeah. Well, I could have said Fabianski, and that would be way off. <laughs> you sound as if you didn't even see it. Yeah, you didn't. Did you even watch the game, Sean? I did. I look. I'll make a mission because I know you'll just grasp me up. I watched the first half. I, I watched a film because I sort of got upset and thought this is going to go nowhere. And I had my alerts on. And when on we scored on the eighty-second minute, I then switched back to my stream and still managed to watch the goal because it's about two minutes behind. How um, fair so weather is to, that? I managed to watch from 82 minutes to the end of the game. So I didn't miss any goals, boys, but no. no. All right. Uh, let's, for the, for the time, um, let's, let's uh, move over to Nigel, because I'm sure he's going to give us the purest football view of the game rather than the emotional um, uh, response that we've, we've shared so far. Well, I'd like to say shame on you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Shame on you, Sean Whetstone. Why? Turning your back on the team. It's typical of you, to be fair. I don't know why I'm surprised. <laughs> but I can't believe that you that you, you you got to sit and watch the game. Surely. Come on. I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't feeling the love when we were 3-0 oh, down at halftime. You're a West Ham. See, this is the thing. You tell West Ham, well, I'm not a glory hunter. I don't support West Ham to glory. I don't support West Ham like thinking. So what are you supporting West Ham for then? It's calling full time on you, Nigel. No, seriously. Yeah, uh, what are you supporting <laughs> West Ham for? Because it, it, if that's your attitude... 
I was at home. It was easier to switch over a channel. No, it ain't. You don't well. do that. I was listening in sort of the background yeah, by, of by having a sort of... Um, and, and luck, and there's it. luck would have it. You turn it on just before we score. No, not luck would have it. I get a no. one football um, and then I know that if anything happened, I could switch on the stream. And may, maybe that's a bad idea because it tells me if any goals come, I could so quickly the, you got on the stream. Goal and, alert, and then you switched it on. Oh, right. So you didn't see all the goals in. So you missed yeah, the did. first one. Well, no, because hold up. You can't get an alert and switch the telly on after you got an alert to goal and then sit yes, here and watch the goal. Yeah, because the one football alert comes out immediately and my stream is, is two minutes behind. So I can. I've got two minutes between the goal alert and and uh, seeing the goal. Dear Just a button. Dear. Bing. Done. Not, I, I, anyway, well, this, it's not about digging me out, podcast. Well, it is about... Well, you're the one who opened your mouth up and turned around and said, right, I didn't watch right. the game. I, I switched it I over. I apologise. You watched it. Tell us about it. Tell us about the game. Do you know what? My so, missus never sits in the room with me when I'm watching football. Christ for that. For the start of the game, she sit, she was in the living room and I said, well, look, I'm putting football on the half. She's like, all right. She was playing a game on her phone. Was so, it pumpkin smash? No, it wasn't. Because <laughs> if you let me know, I'll let her get in now. All right. Um, so, any, anyway, the game kicks off. Blah, 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 blah. 45 seconds, goal. And I, I looked at Charlie, the boy, and I said to him, that's it. The dream's over after 45 seconds. Where my missus goes, know how they feel. <laughs> Seven minutes well, all in, over in 45 seconds. Yeah, all over in, the dream's over in 45 seconds. The second goal goes in in seven minutes. And she said, I've never had it twice in seven minutes. They should be lucky. And all of that, off she goes and out she goes. I thought, thank you very much. Um, if you're going to be 3 nil Dan, no, if you're going to be 3 nil Dan, let's be 3 nil Dan with still, you know, an hour and 15 minutes of the game to go to do something about it. Once we got 3-0 down, there was good effort from the team. The the mark of a good manager for me is is how they can change things in the second half. Moyes did it by his usual way. I'm sitting there going, I know he don't like to make a sub, but when you're 3-0 down, you've got to bring two people on at half-time. You've got to do something. But obviously, the way he saw it, it was it was three setbacks, and the, and the, the people were playing to the, to what he wanted and carrying out the instructions of what he wanted. Um, he finally makes the subs, and then you have eight minutes of, of of madness. But you know that the ability West Ham's always had that ability to do that. You know we've done it a fair few times. You know as I pointed out to you boys. You know, it, it can happen. We can do it. Don't worry. You know, and as luck would have it, we did. We, we had a bit of luck, though. I mean... Well, you need this bit honest. of luck, you know, but it makes people Three, like me really smug. 3-0 down. Uh, Kane hits the woodwork. Um, Bale comes on. I mean, to be honest, uh, Jose didn't need to bring Bale on. That was always to please the crowds. He could have brought another defender please and closed the, the game down. Please the well, crowd. you know, the, the, the audience, TV audience. Can I tell you something funny about that? And, and it, generally, you boys might back me up. 
they seemed to turn the volume up with a fake crowd when Bell they came do. on. They did. <laughs> they did do that. <laughs> but, but, I'm sitting there, I, mean, I literally laughed my head off, said, they've turned the fake crowd noise up loud. But that was for when he came on in the global TV audience. They did, yeah. yeah. And and they they were 600 grand a year, a week. Come on, you Spurs, or whatever it was. Yeah, no. I but, but he, I mean, I don't know if, was it, did he fluff his, uh, he was, uh, you know, one-on-one with minute. the keeper. 92nd minute. One-on-one with a keeper. I mean, was that Yarmolenko yeah, I mean, or was that a crap shot by... Um, I think Gilbert. it was probably a bit of both. I think he... he crap shot. He hasn't, it. he hasn't played football in a long time, has he? And yeah. he he made that chance, to be fair. He, he His footwork to get around the defender was really good. But then Yarmolenko did throw himself at him in front of he that. Did, and I'm yeah. sure that put him off. Um, but then he did yeah. scuff his shot as well. So it was a bit yeah. of both. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll come um, good, but it was, just, just it was a genius stat attack. the way it worked. 51% for Spurs, 49% for West Ham. Um, Spurs had 11 shots, uh, six on target. West Ham had 13 shots, four on target. So not a lot to choose between two sides on, on stats. Um, did Lanzini mean that, Nigel? At the end, or did he get a bit lucky, as some people have suggested? Oh, no, listen, if you run up and hit the ball, you're shooting to score, aren't you? Of course, you At the are. End of the day, of course, he meant, you know, did he mean to put it in the thing? But what made that goal even better for me was that Loris got his hand to it. And I'll tell you why. Because if you're the goalkeeper and that goal goes in, normally you'll go, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. So you sort of you bow yourself out of it in a way. But he got his hand to it, so he will be going, oh, It was the wrong no. hand, though, if you listen to Graham Sooner, yeah, well, the, goal, yeah, the goalkeeping expert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, goalkeeping expert. He's, he's gone with the right hand now. You, when you dive into your left, you've got your right arm up. You know, Not that I was ever a world expert at goalkeeper, hence why I played on once did flats. But that's the way I always did it. And, and normally they ended up in the back of the goal anyway. So um, even if I got my hand to it like Larice, But it just, I hope it really eats him up. I hope Larice will sit there and be absolutely... <laughs> goalkeeper's union, yes, there is, uh, okay. except for the Spurs goalkeepers. I'm happy yeah. to laugh at them. Um, Do you know, so, uh, Spurs fans are sad. I mean, we've been winding up. Uh, Spurs fans, cup, you know, myself and John, but I've been winding people up I at haven't. work. They always say, you know, oh, it's your cup final. But do you know what? Oh, I can't believe you're celebrating a draw. But do you know what? Um, it really hurt them. This really hurt them, as we, as we saw from the clip. And they're fine ones. If you go on the Spurs club shop, they still sell a DVD. You can get for £3. Spurs sure. four. Before we four. go there, yeah. We as a club had mugs and t-shirts made when we bought Spurs free top. But I'm just season. saying that you can't better than throw, us. You can't throw stones like that because we've embarrassed. No, no, I'm not throwing stones. I'm saying, of course, we celebrate this draw, and I'm proud of it. And we've celebrated a draw once before against Chelsea when we had the false nine. But let, let's be honest. Don't don't try and you know the North London minnows. Um, are just as bad because they did the know. same when I'm they. I'm saying that, and where the Tottenham fans, and when people have a go at you and say, "Oh, you celebrated a draw like a win," what they're neglecting is when you're three nil down into the eighty-first yeah. minute, <laughs> you've got every right to celebrate. Too right, yeah, too right. A draw when the goal, when the final goal is as good as that. I think for me. 
that's probably in the top five of West Ham's Premier League goals. Wow. Wow. Not for what it was, where it was, and whatever. It ain't better than the Canios. Yeah. And no, of course I, I think uh, Trevor Sinclair did an absolute wonder goal and Cotty. Uh, well, no, Cotty's was first division, weren't Premier League. So you, you try and remember uh, Andy Carroll, Payette got a couple. Yeah. But I, 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 that's as good as any it's goal. a good one. Yeah, that Payette has scored. Jose Mourinho said we were lucky. Um, but. Did he? You know, wish them. Yeah, he said we were lucky. Not he said, I don't think he did. It's not in the interview. I didn't see that. I thought he gave us credit. Yeah. Yeah, afterwards he, he, he said, said we were that, lucky. He, he didn't say that in that context, Sean. He didn't say West Ham were lucky. Sean he was watching said, a film at the time, Lenny. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I've got it. I've, I've got his transcript of what he said. He said, that's football. Yeah, well, that's in the transcript. He might have said West Ham were lucky, but he didn't. He, he did, did give us credit. He did, he did say that um, Suchek is David Moyes' new Fellaini. Which I yeah, found he did say that. Amusing. Yeah. Did say that. Yeah. And it's, it's, look, look, we, we shouldn't, it's a good result. And I felt good all day. I felt happy all day. Well, the best, um, best thing for me is that, you know, you go to work and that, and everybody, <laughs> everybody was talking about it and was laughing about it because yeah. everybody hates Spurs. No matter who they support, all around where I am, everyone supports like every other London club than West Ham, but not many support Spurs and everyone hates Spurs. And it just we, made we even, everyone laugh. John and myself, we, we belong to a curry club and we managed to bait um, our Spurs friend on that, who never usually gets takes the bait, does he? But he did last night, didn't he? Well, you particularly like to. I like you, to bait you, yeah. you like to sort of cheer when we look like we're going to win and then we inevitably lose, Sean. So yeah, We, we all know, we all know that Sean is a master baiter, so he, uh, yeah. <laughs> he probably would. Anyway. Well, the big question anyway, what, is, Sean, no. Go on. Did you watch the end of the film? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's 2067. It's a really good film. Um, I, I recommend you watch it. Have we won the league, Bardin? Yeah. But you know what? I just want to remind you, last, in last week's podcast, I said we can beat anyone on our day, and, and this was the start of something special. And I wrote a blog yeah. called, Is This a Start of Something Special? Because someone close to David Moyes said this. This could be the start of something special. And I agree with him. I think we can beat Man City. Can we Next draw week. with anyone on our day then as well? Then? And, and and we can go on. We can draw or beat Man City and we can go on and beat or draw against Liverpool. There you go. I think this is the start of something special. Europe, here we come. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's a happy. Okay, just, then. just an injury update. Um, obviously, um, Antonio was pulled off on the 77th minute. Um, I don't know if you saw. But <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, uh, he was all wrapped up. No, I he done his he was, he was wrapped up in ice. When I spoke to the club this morning, I ran a story. They got a little bit upset and went, this is standard procedure, Sean. Um, you know, they always, apparently, because of his hammies, they always strap him up with ice when he comes off. Tells you a bit about his hammies, maybe. They strap him up after they pulled him off. Is that they common? St- they, after they strap him up after <laughs> they pull him off. They strap him up with ice and oh, bandage him over. up. I pull him um, off and ice him up. I'm told this morning that he's fine, he's got no injuries, and he'll be fit for Saturday lunchtime against Man City. And Alaire, who Hello. missed the bench um, due to um, a little knock, he, picked, he, he played, he trained on Saturday. He picked up fall off and not. He missed the bench. <laughs> he 
he missed the bench. <laughs> Uh, he's he's uh, back in training. No, no wonder he can't get in the first team. He'll be shooting that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's back in training and he'll be available on on Saturday as well. So we've got a full squad actually, um, and of course um, Barama um, will be available oh. as well. He's a right Say Brahma. Huh? Yeah. What do you call him? Ben Rama. Ben Rama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ben Rama. So. Ben Ramas wasn't registered in time for Sunday. He is available next week. Um, I don't think he's, I mean, David Moyes has said he's not going to go straight in there. So let's just talk about the end of the transfer window. And I'm just going to get your feedback on, on him as a signing. Uh, but let me just give you a little bit of background because a lot went on on transfer day. You know, we, we heard, you know, we, we signed Craig Dawson. Um, we, as a backup after talking about all different kind of targets, and Ben Rama was signed. Uh, Josh King was on standby. He travelled to London in case he needed to do a medical. He hasn't signed. Uh, he didn't sign for anyone in the end. He could still join us in January, I'm told. Uh, by then, he's only got six months with Bournemouth. Uh, but Ben Rama was due to join us on a five and a year, year and a half uh, contract with us paying 25 million, five million of extras. And he passed his physical medical. Uh, David Moyes was right on that. But he had a blood test, and those results, he was due to be announced on Friday at 9 o'clock. And his blood test results come through, and the whole thing's put in in absolute disarray. You know, it was reported by Darren Lewis in the Mirror, and it's correct. Um, it was a blood screening test. Um, as David Moy said, it's confidential. It's a medically confidential issue, and I, I don't think we need to talk about it. But it did enough that it gave us doubt not to sign him on a five and a half year contract. So to save the deal and to be fair to um, Brentford as well, um, we did a deal where we paid just over 4 million pound loan fee. Um, we've got another 21 million pound obligation to buy as long as the thing that come up is not a problem by the end of the season. Uh, that's the only obligation. We don't, it doesn't matter if we get relegated, etc. We've got an obligation to buy if the problem that was seen doesn't materialize um and and there's another five million pound of extras he's tripled his wages from 15 grand to 45 he's a happy man and do you know what he looked happy brought his mum along um and and he, he looks genuinely happy to sign for the premier league um and i i think he's going to be turn out to be a really good buy actually um we shall see let's let's start with you john goodbye bad buy were you a king man or a ben rama I wasn't uh, either particularly, and I'm 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 kind of indifferent about Ben Rama. He's just, I you know, and I've I've watched because because we we again know someone who's a Brentford fan, and uh, I've sort of gone out of my way a bit to keep an eye on him last season, just to see if he was as good as they seeing. And and like our mate Matt, he's said that he's hot and cold, but on his day he can. And particularly during the playoffs, I didn't think he, he was particularly hot. He went missing the playoffs. But, so but you look, I, he scored 17 goals and 11 assists or whatever, you know, in, in the championship, you know. His, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's a number one. He's a maker. You know, hopefully they can coach him and, and he can improve and, you know, be be a great signing. I mean, I, I hope for the best. I wish him well. But, you know, and I still go back to the fact that, you know, 
in Ghana was tearing up trees in the championship last season and we already had him for less money. And it, Different it was, kind of player I hear though. Not, you know, well, it's not a left winger for a see, left winger. Not, not massively, I wouldn't say massively different when we particularly are struggling for strikers. I mean, I understand um, what Nigel was saying last week about the resale value and all that, but going back to balancing a, an unbalanced squad, we've now bought in another player in an area that we don't necessarily need what we really could have done with a striker. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I wasn't surprised that we didn't get Josh King because there was a lot of sort house involvement in the other buy and, and well, we all know what goes yeah. on there. And Well, sort house was involved in obviously Craig Dawson and, uh, and, and quickly yeah, from you before it, we move on, we, you, it, Craig Dawson didn't even make the bench this week. Well, yeah, he's fourth he's, choice centre back as cover. He's another decent enough defender, but he he's no better than what we've particularly got. And <clears throat> so overall, when we're looking about having an unbalanced squad, I don't quite get that signing of Rama. Apart yeah, from, okay, fair enough. If it if it clicks, it'd be worth a lot of money. Yeah, and yeah. there's the sort of connection. Yeah. There's a sort of connection, and it looks like a Sullivan pick. So. Mm-hmm. I can understand it on that basis. I, I was told that initially um, David Moyes wanted King, but he came round to the idea of Ben Rama. He, he had to sanction it. You know, it wasn't forced on him. Um, well, it, I mean, yeah. and he might he might do what he's done with Antonio and um, Arnautovic and put him yeah. up front, and he might, you know. Yeah. But he could be a striker. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I'm not not disappointed, and I hope he does really well. But not my pick. That's five of us. Let's move to Georgie George. Um, goodbye, bad bye, indifferent. Uh, I'm I'm more on the the uh, the goodbye if it was if we didn't have the background of what we have um, in terms of him being coming in replacing Dean Garner, like similar to what John said, mm-hmm. we were told that we got rid of Dean Garner because we had too many wingers, and then we brought in another winger. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's do you, you, you know what he the, said though? Did you hear what David Moyes said? Uh, what, what bit? What bit? I don't know. He explained it by saying, "I know I said I had too many wingers; it was unbalanced." But he said we we didn't expect to get rid of Philippe Anderson at the time. So when Philippe Anderson went, I I then had a space in my squad to replace him with a midfielder. Right. Well, I I was going to make comparisons to Philippe Anderson because you know he he came in. Was supposed to be a really exciting prospect and you know was very very hot and cold and more cold than never hot um i think ben rama's probably a bit of a similar player unproven in the premier league as well um but you know i i hope he, i do think he's got a bit of the riyad mares about him and obviously being algerian there's a connection there and i hope he comes through like that you know mares was an unknown when he came into leicester and yeah He's torn it up since, so let's hope he goes in the same way. I'm excited to see him play for us. I think he, he, he's he got a lot of talent and he's an exciting player. I just hope he's more hot than cold. Hmm. Len. Hello, mate. Barama Rama. Well, um, I'm kind of pleased we got him. Looking forward to seeing him. Uh, he didn't come on, did he, weekend? 
He didn't. It wasn't. No, he wasn't uh, registered in time. You have to be registered by uh, twelve o'clock, and we had to uh, we had to put a deal sheet in and uh, and Len, didn't sign you, him till just before seven o'clock. Were you watching a film with Sean, Len? No, but I just I was just trying to recall if I might have missed him coming on at one point. <laughs> um, boom, boom. That's uh, a brush for those who don't know what that is. Yeah, um, I'm not really going to comment too much about. Um, the medical and stuff like that. Uh, do we know if it was Moise's first choice or? Well, I think it wasn't. Originally, Moise wanted King and then he changed his mind and he's allowed to do that. Um, there was all conspiracy theories that this is all about Will Sorthouse and they didn't really fail in the medical and this was just a way of David Sullivan. Um, look, you all, all of you know the reason why. Um, and and as David Moyes said, it's medically confidential. You know, let's let's just let the guy play his football and prove everyone that he's you know he was worth the gamble. You know, let his football do the talking. Yeah. Okay. I think Moyes is going to have to. Um, I mean, he might be coached into a more hard-working player, and he could be the real deal. We have to yeah. wait and see, won't we? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm back. Lanzini's back. <laughs> I'm quite level-headed when it comes to sort of players. I don't, yeah. you know, I didn't think we needed a lot of strengthening. I know people always on, you know, say, spend some money. Uh, actually, I, I don't think you can hold that against the club too much. I think mm. they do spend the money. They waste it. I grant you that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. looking forward to seeing him. Good. Last but not least... Words of wisdom from Shebman. What do you make at the end of the transfer window? Um, oh, we had some fun, didn't we? Dear, we did. oh dear. Uh, it, it, it makes another good week for me and my diary on West Ham till I die on Thursday. Oh, the, the, the meltdowns on Twitter. So yeah, it just makes it, doesn't it? It, it, it I must admit, it is difficult, though. I don't know about how the others feel. Sometimes, you know, we're in a unique position, perhaps, where we sort of get the inside track a little bit better than most people. So, therefore, when you see people and their wild theories about what's going on, you know, it's hard sometimes for me to keep out of it. And I sort of jumped on a few people who were really wild with their theories and everything. And, and it is mad because if you look back at it, it does make me look like I'm pro-GSB. <laughs> and the reason yeah, for I, that I is, dug you out for that. Yeah. And this is the thing, because, because people are blaming them for stuff that's totally out of their control. You know, and I, I I tweeted out, I told Sean the story, I tweeted it out, and I've used it in my article with the story about Frank Worthington signing for Liverpool, which you can all read on Thursday, the story behind it, about when Frank Worthington signed for Liverpool. Of course, if you look through his career, you'll see he never played for Liverpool because there's a story behind it. But it's what happens in medicals. People fail medicals. If, if he failed a medical and we signed him, flat out and it turns out it's going to be you know a big big whatever it is won't go into it but people will scream left right and center why did they do it so you know 
not that they're in a no-win situation. I get it. Some people, you know, I did point out to one bloke, you know, oh, oh, you're blinded by their lies. And I, and I dug back at him and said, no, you're blinded by their hatred. And what I try and say to people is, you can dislike them. You can want them to leave the club. That's that's what I am. But don't be blinded by hatred. Because, I agree. Because that actually is what there's Isn't so there many. Is? Yeah, there's so many. They look so normal in their pictures on Twitter, and yet they, it's like it's like they 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 have a lobotomy on the way into Twitter. Put it on the side table, rent like frigging lunatics. Come off Twitter, put the brain back in, and they rejoin society. I don't know what it is about Twitter. I love, in a way, I do love, you know. I had a lot of enjoyment on Twitter. Yeah. And I, I, I know yeah. I'm trying to stay off, but I did have fun winding yeah, up the natives on the last week. You know, so there's that to it. I said last week, my finest hour, apparently, people, uh, last week. Uh, well, when a Sony award-winning broadcast journalist says that about you, you're going to have a big head. I'm sorry. Uh, so I said what I said about Ben Rama. I'm pleased that we've signed him. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, do I my bothered we didn't sign defenders? Not really, because goals are fun, people. <laughs> we proved that at the weekend. It'd what about be another nice. striker, Nigel? About another striker? Well, well look, he could be got... a striker, though, John. No, this is the thing. He, he, I don't, I, the, the bits I've seen of him, to be fair, which is only YouTube and it's no, you know, whatever, no, uh, and the playoff final, which he was really disappointing in. Against Fulham, but he can he can play as like the number ten or he can. you know a central role. I don't see him as a winger. To be fair, it, it does say on his transfer market his secondary position is striker. Oh, it must be true. Then. Winger, mm, yeah. left winger, right winger. Central, Sean's, or, Sean's, or foot, Sean's footballing knowledge is about as limited but, as the look, transfer market. Moyes turned yeah. Anatovic into a striker. Moyes has turned. Antonio into a striker. Why can't he turn Ben Rama into a striker? We could do. Funny yeah, enough, he he does. he's got Yarmolenko there, who plays up front for the Ukraine, and he's yeah. second in the Ukrainian all-time goal-scoring international list. Isn't that true? Behind Shevchenko. But obviously... Maybe we, we could turn Masuaku into a striker. Masuaku? No. No. No, Masaraka's doing well where he's playing right now. Anyway, um, well, Sean wouldn't know because obviously he was watching the film at the time. Oh, piss off. Um, John, can I ask you, did you drive David Gold off of Twitter to protect his tweets? How would I have done that? I don't know. You sent me a link earlier that he's protected his tweets. I say that's one way of stopping the grief is what I did. did what did you say? out the haters. He's 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 done something with his account. Well, I don't even know if you, how you do that. No, but he's you, done something. I can tell you how you do it. It's basically it's on a tweet by tweet basis. So as you're about to tweet something out, you can actually click on the tweet and restrict who, who you want reply. to answer. So actually, you can have no one can reply. So you can just tweet oh, it out as well, an information. Look, he hasn't done that. Someone else has done that. Yeah. We when John told me the other day, um, posted a a random picture of um, Craig Dawson. We had to tell him how to uh, delete it. So I, I don't think he's, he's quite up with the... Well, uh, I say again, I only picked that up. It's because he, he gets so much grief. 
And that was, he'd signed him the day, they'd signed him the day before or something to tweet. Every time he goes on, he gets so much grief. Why would you? Yeah, I don't know why he does it. I don't, I don't think, maybe he doesn't even, I'll I'll talk to him. I don't know, maybe he's not even tweeting. Maybe he's got a PR doing it. What does he get out of Twitter? I mean, my aim when he, when he first joined the club, you know, my aim was to get him off. It was going to come off, he he, he said to me, but, but, um, Eight years he later, he's still sta- sitting there, you know. And yeah. He just gets... he doesn't he doesn't engage though. To be fair, anymore, he doesn't get into Twitter fights. No, we used to have a feature on this podcast at early days yes, of, yeah. of his yeah. question time. Cold. Question time. Very Very cold. Cold. Very cold. Anyway, um, before we move on to question time, great link. Is there anything use lot want to discuss before we move on? Yeah, Len's great show on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, oh, give it a play. Thank yeah. you very much, Nigel. I, have you all watched it? I have watched oh, I it. Have. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Good Even on day. Amazon Prime, I watched it. That's <laughs> a good boy. So I watched it on Prime. Is that the best place to watch it? Is that the best if, place for you if to you've get? Got, if you've got it, yeah, you'll get the... I know, it sounds a really stupid thing to say about a, a cartoon, but you get the high-definition version. <laughs> but How long is it? Half hour. Half hour, is it? 31 minutes long, yeah. If you haven't got Prime Video, you can watch it at um, cannytownlen.com. But it's getting a lot of views. What's the reception been, Len? Sorry, mate, I heard Eption. What's the erection been? What's the reception been? Very good. It's it's only had a a couple of um, reviews, but they've they've, they've all been five stars. Yeah, good stuff. Can you review it? So if I go onto Amazon... Yeah, please review it. Can I go on and say, I, I don't find him funny, but all the rest was. <laughs> that sounds delightful. You, you can write what you like. Len, <laughs> uh, uh, no, what is it? Is it is it literally just clips of podcasts that you've... Is, there's a bit of both. There's there's some room for me and Gonzo to have a piss about in normal Cannington Lynn style. I sell it well, don't I? <laughs> and there are, there are some of my favourite podcasts. And the reason... Um, I'll say that is I don't commute anymore and I don't listen to podcasts as much as I used to but I think, I do believe that podcasts uh, listen to me saying this on a podcast but they are better listening, people are starting to find them better listening mm. than the media now so yeah. it seemed great that to, to, to promote some podcasts that I like and give the media a kick in at the same time but the good thing oh, is... Oh, so you don't like this podcast? No, I do like the podcast, we are, we but I don't like the we're media. Not. not yet, you're not. No. Yeah. They'll, they'll give it time. Say <laughs> um, <laughs> something funny first. Yeah, sure, yeah. We've we, we got to get some content that's a little bit amusing to put it on there. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, everyone's a winner. It works out. Uh, my customers get featured in it. You know, people who bought the portraits. Yeah, so my mate was that me. Which one was that? Was that Dave? No, Jamie Ainsworth. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jamie's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- even so though your auditions chemist- are ageist, Len? No, that's not true, really. I can't. You were looking for a 26-year-old to... Uh... No, a, a young, entitled fan. But if we don't, you know, if no one volunteers, we just scrap the scene. Was that... Can I ask a question? The other bouncer... Was that Gonzo with L? No. Oh, right. No, that was Dale 
And I think the other one was Mark. Oh, right. No, oh, yeah. So the Mark, Mark was fun. Was the one talking, and there no, was that one. was the one talking. Oh, was Mark it? Was one, one glaring. Yeah, glaring. They looked like. Uh... Yeah, do you know what? They're actually funny enough. I think they're actually both doormen. Oh right. No, that was funny. That bit. <laughs> that Clinton perhaps. You just. I do it's good find that right. you, Yeah, you've had your plug now. It's not a commercial podcast. We're not. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Um, I'm going to give a plug for our friend Woody. Uh, a a, a uh, listener last week got in contact. So let me give you a little plug. There's a um, a Twitter account called Bosch App. B O S H App. A double P. Um, they're offering. If you contact them, DM them. Uh, he's offering a free 24-hour trial of their stream. So uh, contact Woody on Bosch App. Friend of the podcast. Um, if we've got nothing else, hold up, leave to- ship. Go on then. If you're not on Twitter, contact us through the Facebook page, and we will direct you a non-Twitter route to get yes, in touch with Woody. Yeah, yeah, good. All right, time for this. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Now, I've had a request that before Nigel uh, reads out the questions that Len has to do, because lots of people are asking me, oh, you've got to get Len to do a a David Gold and David Sullivan impression. I'd actually want you to read the whole thing out in (laughs) David Gold, which I know you won't do. Give them their little... The butchers have been gone for dinner. Come on, come on. Give us the impression, we'll move on. Well, you got to tell me who I'm doing. Who I've got to, uh, what one I'll, I'll read out one question. Go on. You pick it, um, Nigel. I- I'll have a short one. Let's have a look. Let's log well, on. You want me to pick yeah. it? Uh, yeah, you pick it. Hang on. Start reading Dave's, them out, Nigel. Dave's, Dave Sperry is nice short. Go on, then. Where you go. Why does a bold sell a winger for 20 million, then bring another one in for 40 million? Is it just incompetency? Brady out. There's <laughs> one down. Well, why don't you answer in David Gold? Well, you give the answer. Why Why do we do that? Uh, I can't answer for... I mean, I've got, I might be able to do an impression of something, but I, I can't answer. Hang on. This is... This is last week's. I'm sorry, I've read that out before. See? <laughs> this is why you don't ask me. <laughs> I was just scrolling through. Oh, thinking, hilarious. See? Hilarious. Keep me off of the questions. I do the fucking drawing. I don't do the reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Go on oh, then, Nigel. Oh. Here you go, mate. Right. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. And I've got three questions on Twitter. So we'll start this week with Twitter. Greg Morgan. Hello, Greg. How you doing, Hello, mate? Greg. He says, I'm sure you'll be asking. For pod- he, he jumped in a bit early. He said uh, a comment. So anyway, he said, please, can you blame Sean for my now annoying habit of correcting every commentator saying Balbuena and shouting Bobwana? I hate doing it, but I can't stop myself. Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. Dan says... Uh, which is Dan three one six oh four three five oh five eight. Surname? Uh, oh, not five eight. That's five hours Catchy. ago he, he did it. Uh, he said more than just a podcast. 
Now, we may skip this question, depending. But he's asked it, so I feel obliged to ask it. He says, uh, what do we make of an ITK now charging for info, which is not theirs, and just leaked to them? <laughs> Brady out. Brady out. Just before you two. Right. Well, hold up, because Mark Reaper, uh, otherwise known as WHU Kevin, <laughs> says uh, another popular podcast now is a paywall for leaking the club's dirty laundry. Any plans to do so? Should ITKs be paid for leaking club information? Go on, Sean. Look, each their own, right? So if 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 it works for them, and it's supply and demand in a capitalist world. If people are prepared to pay for something, they'll pay for it. And if not, this idea will fall flat in its face and no one will buy it. So, you know, it's it's all well and good people abusing people on Twitter and moaning about it. People. But you know what? It's like anything. It's like the 1495. If you don't like it, don't pay for it. Right? Personally, I don't pay for podcasts. I also don't pay for The Athletic. I don't pay for The Sun. I don't pay for, what else, The Times. I don't – in this – the culture of this country – it's stuff online. People don't, UK don't like playing things. In the US, it's very commonplace. I don't get these patron ideas. I know Hammers Chat does it. I know West Ham Fan TV and lots of other. So X is, is no different to following the rock of them. I don't think we're going to do it here. I haven't asked all you guys. I don't think we're going to do it here. Uh, it's not a model uh, we do. We we don't really make any money out of this podcast. We We earn a little bit in advertising. Um, that will sure earn does. us a, a party. Well, no, we're going to divvy it up. We were just talking about that. Um, I was talking about this, George. Oh, I'm um, glad you said you know, that, George. It pays our expenses. It, it pays our monthly fees for this, uh, uh, what we do, and we make a little bit at the end of the season. But I tell you what, the last time we had a payout, it, it, it bought us a, you know, a good night of, of drinks. Um, and, and maybe we haven't had a payout for a little bit long. It'll be a bit more, but we're not, we're not talking thousands. Look. We're talking hundreds. Huh? <laughs> we're not, not talking, talking hundreds, hundreds either. No, we're not talking hundreds, but, 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 um, look. No, it doesn't cost us like it used to. It used to cost us. Yeah. It, we pay, you know, our expenses are not a lot, but, but still. Anyway, going back to it, look. KUMB earn money from advertising. Clarence, you earn money from advertising. Hammers Different, Chat earn money Different. from advertising, right, from from YouTube. West Ham Fan TV earn money from advertising. So the advertising model people are paying for, will people want to pay for a patron? Well, some of them that are loyal to that brand will. Um, Mate, go, wait, good luck to them. If they get good luck to them. You know, it's up to them. Does anyone else have a different view? No, I think it's balance? a good idea that these channels are doing – getting an income stream because when they slide into my dms they can offer me cash rather than division is that a fair point or yes that is a fair point, a fair okay. point. Uh, i've covered this on my west Ham till i die uh i call it may surprise a few people um i did quickly because obviously now i found out fifty thousand people read west Ham till i die or, and we only got eight listeners obviously i'm not giving the game away my, the way I see it is that um, Patreon is something I looked at, and it's a tough one because you think this day and age, 
especially with me, you know, my earnings are down 50%. I've done my accounts the other day and I'm down 50%. You think, how can I make more money? What do I enjoy doing? Because I don't enjoy my job anymore. I tell you that for nothing. I don't like dragging myself out at seven o'clock in the morning to work on a building site. And I'm getting a bit old for it. You think, well, what do I know a lot about? Well, the only other thing I know about, apart from security systems, is West Ham. What can I do to make money? And it sort of fell down because I was thinking, well, I could make more history videos. My history videos are dried up. Why? Because I ain't got time to make them. Because Monday night is this, and it will always be this. And then the other nights, I've got... I've got work going on. I've got other stuff that I have to get done. See, so then you think, well, what if you could be paid for it or whatever? But then you've got to be able to produce the content. And I think when you get paid for it, the pressure's even worse. Yeah. I will say out of experience, I am reading a lot of comments. I, I think it's – I do feel for people who feel they need to justify earning yeah. a bit of coin out of it. I really do. And when I hear people say, you know – if all goes well, we could, you know, it will be our dream to do this full time. Yeah. You don't know that until you try. No. It might yeah. be your nightmare. It's fine for me. I'm a fully functioning drug addict. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, I, I know what, what it takes, but it, it can, when you've got to do things, it's a rather different. I mean, that was yeah. A it's that, that, and that's the thing. And, and for me, I wouldn't take something, and this is no criticism, by the way, of other people. I wouldn't take something I'm doing now and move that to a paywall. It would have to be something different, and it would have to be, you know, so if I was doing more videos where I was actually sitting and making them and putting stuff together, like the history stuff I do, um, but then, I mean, you've got a book in you, though, mate, rather than something to put. Yeah, a lot in. of people have said that, and I've done, and I have. That's probably the, the thing I will do. To yeah. be fair, where where Patreon comes in, if you can't make a product of your skill, then you're asking for contribution. It's not real art pa- patronage, like yeah, as I, I know it. It's something a bit different. Me personally, I did look at it. I did look at the Patreon thing, and I didn't feel I was good enough to be fair and and like content wise to justify it even you know but hey ho you know the, yeah. it the people have asked me do do uh, you know who's going to pay for it and i pointed out i think you'll be surprised and actually mm. if you look at it you only need a certain fraction of amount of people to, to and, if it's, and if it's a great success then more than just podcasts will be charging man yeah, so I was just about to announce that big announcement. More than just a podcast, <laughs> are announcing their own patron. One thousand pounds per episode per for the eight um, listeners. That will bring in eight grand a week, which we will all give up our work uh, for eight grand a week, and we'll make uh, a podcast every day as long as we get eight thousand pound in a week. Are we are we agreed with that model, guys? I know we haven't discussed it before today. So it seems about right. Eight grand a week with our eight listeners. To be fair, but you're splitting that between the five of us, yeah? Yeah, I know, I know. That's enough a week. Yeah, Is it? Well, a week, a week, not a month. Yeah, eight, but what's, what's that? That's good for you. That's only 52 grand a year for each of our eight listeners. Yeah. 52 I've... grand, that's <laughs> bloody good value. Oh, so I could probably live on that. Oh, no, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, um, yeah, it is, yeah. 
That's a joke. I don't even think we could get 52 quid a week. Let alone 52 <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Good luck to him, I say, anyway. Good luck. Good luck to you. Hope it works out. All oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, we're on Facebook to a question time. As he says, throwing his phone down, waiting for you to go on to the next subject. Right. So I said uh, on Facebook, uh, goals are fun, people, and didn't we have fun? Premier League record breakers, and to do it, the Spurs makes it all the sweeter. Can we dare to believe we'll get points against City and Liverpool? Question, if you could answer, which I, I'm interested to see if anyone frigging answered it. Uh, what comeback versus Spurs was the sweeter? Wembley in the League Cup or yesterday? I said, see you all on the other side. Quickly, what comeback was sweeter? Ignore the fact well, that yesterday's was only yesterday, so it's fresh in the memory. The Wembley one, we won, didn't we? Yes. Well, there you go. That was great. I'll tell you what, though. It would have been nice. To we were there, play. weren't we? And yeah, it would have been nice. Who was I what there with? I think was you were there with George? me, Sean. Was it no, you? I didn't, I didn't go. Sean, it, no, it was, I'll just point was, out. Did you want to go? No, it was the only time we've sat next to each other or stood next to each other at a football game. Oh, that's true. Yeah, with your German friends. And you hated it, didn't you, Nigel? Well, let's, all I want to say is it's <laughs> never been repeated. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Meerkat. Yeah. So I'd like to thank you, Sean, because obviously there was a German uh, West Ham fan standing next to me who I'd never Evie. met. EB, EB, who I'm now bloody really good friends with, thanks to that game. <laughs> because at least well, I had someone uh, worthwhile just talking to, to. Just to close off this subject, there is one issue. And that is, and people have been saying that, um, COVID has, has stolen us from a fan celebration um, at the Spurs Stadium. Um, and, and they're right, you know, that we would have had 3,000 there who would have celebrated like nobody's business and gone absolutely mental, uh, and that's been robbed from yeah, us. Yeah, but you would was... have been in a box with Pat Jennings, Sean, so Yeah, I would have celebrated with Pat Jennings. <laughs> don't diss it up. You could have got his autograph yeah. for me while you're there, though, so I've on the upside. I've still got it. Too nice still got it. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah. COVID. Anyway, Jazz Winderupol goes first. How are you doing, Jazzy Jazz? Hello, Jazz. He says, yesterday was more the sweet result for me. Didn't I tell everyone he did in January 2020? In every week since on Amma's chat where he goes, keep the faith in Moyes. He's a big backroom Moyes like I am. After losing to Man City 2-0, there was a huge outcry. He says, judge at the end of the season and can can fans stop throwing their knickers out of the window every time we lose? With something good starting to happen on the pitch slowly, Moyes will turn us into a well-organised and hungry, dynamic, hard-to-beat team. He then goes on to say, like me and Nigel, is there anyone else sensible out there who will heed our advice? There you go. Thanks Start saying Jace. special. Europe, here we come. Yeah. Well, I'll... well, actually, if you think back to the greatest episode of more than just a podcast ever, with me still... <laughs> That's bollocks. It's in no praise. Actually, no, some people, a lot of people compare that to Blind Faith playing Hyde Park. Yeah, that's just Stell and his cronies, though, mate. No, listen. Stell ain't got any cronies. But me and Stell did, we were very positive, and I did say that we could win three in a row, of which I, yes, there was a draw, I know that, but, you know, felt Felt like a win. 
felt Stale's like. out in Cyprus in, on a beach in 30 That's degree heat. You can still listen to it. And it was the greatest podcast ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> Self-praise is no praise. That's true. It's not my words. The, uh, the best podcast ever was the drunk episode of More Than Just Podcast. Yeah, I agree with that. Well well said, George. Thank you. Which one was that, though? Was Which that an away one? Portsmouth. No, it was, was it a, Portsmouth? It, no, actually, it was. It, we got back from an away game, and we decided that instead of going to our respective houses, we would go back to John's living room, which was our studio. <laughs> and uh, we were very drunk, and we did a podcast. Was that in the days of one mic where you had to pass it round? I think, yeah, I think, I think we stretched to a mic each at that point. But, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we haven't done an outside broadcast for a long time, have we? Well, we no one goes that. outside anymore. Like what people going on, John? Oh, is that? I wonder why. Uh, Evie Ann Turner. Uh, says that was an unbelievable comeback. I think he should apologise to his neighbours for the scream I let out of the Lanzini goal. So glad I did not shut the game off despite feeling tempted to go and watch a movie on the other side at one point. <clears throat> I think this team has much different level of confidence and positive mentality. He goes on. He thinks we can get something out of Man City and Liverpool especially the volatility of the results recently. He's got an open question, but we'd love to hear Sean's take. Where do you fit Ben Rama in the starting eleven? Who's partnering him in midfield and who makes way? So go on, Sean, well, just you. Go on. So, so, so what I got told, club sources, blah, 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 was David Moyes sees him either on the left uh, and sort of taking the position that Arthur Masawaku has, or in the middle taking Pablo Fornell's um, position. But, hey, let, let's go for the – let's try him up front. And, you know, if if um, Antonio needs a rest and Allaire is, is, is not completely fit, let's throw him up front and see if he's the next big uh, striker for West Ham. So I think I think he I think he can play anywhere across the front. If I'm honest with you, he, uh, for Brentford he played um, centre midfield and and right wing as well. So I think I think he can play anywhere up front. Don't put him in defence. Be a rubbish centre back. So don't play him right back, left back, or centre back, or in goal, uh, um, or defensive midfield. But anywhere else, yeah. Oh, well, thanks for that, Sean. Very. Quick. <clears throat> Auntie Penn, yesterday was perfect, she says. Showed skill, class and determination. For me, I think it will be difficult against City, but, but Liverpool, I reckon we're in with a shout. She loves Adrian, but I think a couple could get past him. Liverpool so far are not the force they were last season. All in all, a good weekend. She put a talkie one-two. There you go, because she does like a bit of talkie as well. Cheers, Auntie Penn. Uh, whatever. What's Torquay's nickname? It ain't the Sea. Is it the Seagulls? Or is it? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Can't help you. Um, well, there's enough for you to Google it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway. Next up, it's old Belinda Kakakakakitis. Hello, Matty Peeps. He says, well, yesterday was a sweeter. Uh, son nearly crying on the post-match interviews. Uh, and and she, great link because from Sun. She then goes to Rice. Uh, looking stunned, made my afternoon. Uh, didn't Declan Rice have a good interview after, didn't it? Yeah. I, Did, I, think, I think we should, the quicker we come out and make him club captain, 
and and Noble should if Noble should do the honourable thing and stand aside for me. Uh, <clears throat> she's put please for Lanzini. He needed the goal. Uh, confidence back. Another one thinks we can get something against Liverpool with Van Dyke's injury, which she said Pickford should have been sent off. Well, cast a cloud. She loves Adrian, but he's a bit suspect. Man City, she's not sure, but she, but I'm sure, like we all are, actually looking forward to games. Not a normal feeling in recent seasons. Love the show. Do you watch West Ham clips on Twitter and the alternative commentary they put out? Yeah, no. I did. No, I don't. We do, but Len don't like him, do you, Len? No, Len? I don't. I'm with Len. I'm with the Len. The voice gives me the creeps. Yeah, yeah I don't like I him. I can't find him amusing. Do you know what? If cringe. it was a proper voice, yeah. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. Well, but they this, are, they'll have a listen to Yeah, it. this computerised voice, I don't get it. It don't make me laugh. I'd... No, it can't make you laugh. It's not no. human. <clears throat> the goals. Goals. Well, I've seen a clip. I think the the best one was the French commentary. There's a clip now with like all the foreigners do it, having a crack at the goal, and the Argentinian one's bloody hilarious. The Argentina commentator starts singing a song about Lanzini after the goal's gone in in Spanish, obviously. Steve Lyons. I, I couldn't open the, the American one. No, because they deleted it. The the one I said I've I've got another one. I'll send you. Um, it's got all different um, foreigners commentating on Lanzini's goal. Fancy Dan's? Uh, yeah. Well, them as well, yeah. Don't, don't say don't that, that derogatory. I don't know if we fancy him, but anyway. Steve Lines, he's lined it up well. He says, for me, yesterday's result was just perfect, as we should have been absolutely dead and buried. He switched his phone off due to the abuse he was receiving from his Spurs support mates. But he didn't go and watch a film. Needless to say, when we got one back, he had an inkling Spurs would shit themselves and fall apart. And fall apart they did. It's nice to get a win over them shit houses. All that language. But the draw actually feels like a bigger achievement seeing the disappointment in their players. But more importantly, they're gobshite fans. Uh, thanks for the pod, but it needs to be three hours plus, so it takes me to the end of my delivery. I ain't going to wrap them, mate. We're keeping them down. All the best, boys. Brady out. Brady out. Yeah. Getting a bit of leverage, I think, Brady out now. Yeah. I think we're finally making impact after a couple yeah. of years. Of it could happen tomorrow. It could. It's easy done. Nicholas Harvey, evening, gents. 3 0 and Spurs fucked it up. That was so West Ham. Some shocking defending. Three down, 15 minutes. He's not going to the moaners. The players didn't give up and kept going, and they didn't go and watch a film. And this definitely felt sweeter than at Wembley. Uh, he's disappointed Moyes didn't do the knee slide down the touchline past Mourinho. But the French commentary for Lanzini's equaliser is superb. There you go. Uh, questions. Will the last-minute goal give Lanzi confidence a boost? Will we start to see him the player? Yeah, go on, George. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, he's, he, we all know what he's capable of. He had a horrible injury; took him a long time to get back, and hopefully that pushes him on and gives him the confidence to get back to where he was because he was a top player. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, let's hope so. He said, "Now it looks like Antonio's hamstrings looking a bit iffy again, despite CNH denials." Sean, uh, who's going to play up front versus City? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ben Rama. <laughs> Brady out. Brady out. Barry Meekle. Not Mickle. Uh, uh, ooh, he says, as to be the League Cup game, he answered the question, it threw me, as to be the League Cup game, because we won, surely. Uh, yesterday was beautiful. He's got a question for yous, guys, with a prominent West Ham podcast going down subscription-only model route this week. Has more than just a podcast ever considered it? Have you ever considered it, lads? Uh, no. No, right. We've okay. never considered it to be a serious or professional enough thing no. to charge for. No. No. And and we're, being only having eight listeners, there's a very small market. You know. Right, yeah. Well, he said, I'd be curious to know the number of weekly listeners to this pod gets. Uh, if you can't, won't tell us at least. Tell me how many are in Canada. I might start me own. <laughs> Canada, is it? Um. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Not that I won't tell you. I just couldn't tell you. Yeah, um, we can never understand the figures, but you can tell I the can. demographic, can't you? You can tell what areas are listening. Someone should be able to tell how many people are listening in Canada. Yeah, we roughly. get we get those stats. Um, we did, we've done it before in which country? So I'll find those out for next week. All right, brilliant. Uh, it's the soul singing superstar of South Ockenden. Michael Levy Jr. Hi all. Is is CTL in the starting eleven? He is. He's in his uh, natural position uh, at the back. The new project. That's why we're a bit shaky. The new project looks brilliant, mate. You listening? Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Uh, It is brilliant, people. Uh, Make sure you watch it because even though it says season one, episode one, am I speaking out of line if I say you've only made one? Well, yeah, at the moment, I'm halfway through number two. Right, looking forward to it. Not halfway. 
any comeback against Spurs is a delight. He says, it's all the sweeter, so they're absolutely deluded. He's gone hashtag Spurs, yes, hashtag Spurs. 20, 27 Canadian listeners in the last seven days. There you go. Wow. Don't, oi, 27? Whoa, whoa, with the whole magic of oh, eight sorry. listeners. Don't sorry. alienate people. Seven. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, there, there, whoa, there. People are going to want to sponsor don't, us now. We don't tell people how the sausages are made. You know that, George. Oh, yeah, maybe we should go down that route and get sponsorship. What? Uh, what? And our sausages are made? Well, that's that's what ACAST <laughs> is supposed to do. ACAST is supposed to seek sponsors on our behalf if they feel our podcast has a big enough listenership. So there you go. We, do you know what? Last week, I don't Richmond know if you listened back, we were being sponsored by Super 6 which I thought was hilarious. We, uh, or it was a week before we were being, all the adverts were Super 6. How are you doing yeah. in Super 6? Well, we're not covering that this week because we've got all a right. lot on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have had absolutely then. everything. If Michael Levy Jr., the whole singing superstar, Sap Oakland continues. Uh, we've had absolutely everything change in the last five years. Own players, manager, director of football, blah, 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 come round. We, we are like the naughty kid acting up from a broken home with no boundaries. What a great analogy. Um, Moisey's the kind of stepdad taking us fishing and teaching us to shave like a man. There you go. Wouldn't take me fishing, mate. Boring as hell. Uh, seriously, though, says we need stability, and I can't subscribe to this boring football label that he's branded with. Too true. We're having more shots than ever. We've scored 10 goals in the last three games, and we're more organised at the back. He has put that in brackets generally. Um uh, he says we stuck by managers in the past. Too many fans in this social media age are too all quick to cry wolf. Before social media, we didn't know when transfer negotiations are stalled. Either we saw the player holding up the shirt or we didn't. And we didn't go and watch movies during a game either. No. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, we are spoiled by 24 hour updates. He says, sorry for long coming, but he loves the show, guys, and thank you. Bless you there, Michael Levy. And Michael Levy Jr., if you are a massive sh- fan of the show, just by getting a portrait, you can appear in it, if you didn't know. Yeah. Anyway. What's, what's this are. whole thing where they're talking about movies now? Are you just adding that in? <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> you are so slow, Sean. <laughs> Sean, you were watching a film Dear. rather than watching the football. That's, the, that's this this tonight's joke. We've got a title for the podcast already. You ain't even got to ask it. Marvin Subudu. Evening, all, he says. Uh, Been a while since I've messaged, but thought I'd better social distance, he says with wink. Uh, Where does Ben Rama fit in? Well, Sean thinks he's up front or wide right or in midfield. Uh, um, Or on the bench watching a film. Would you start him the next game? Well, I wouldn't. Seems the obvious spot, swapping him four nails, but that would be harsh. I would... Benched a new guy for now, given how well we are playing. P.S. Lanzini, all is forgiven. Get back to your best, please. Thank you, Marv. Neil Watchkinson, evening, chaps. Evening. Uh, evening. I think yesterday evening. was better. Obviously, he's choosing now. So that's another vote for yesterday. I think that's too all at the moment. Uh, he's still buzzing. He's watched the Lanzini goal 30 times and winding up the Spurs fans. Fantastic. Wow, they have been getting lemon. Uh, P.S. I hope you're not going to start charging your fantastic ITK knowledge like the other lot, Sean. 
We'll talk about blow smoke up his ass, bleeding hell, nil. <laughs> Fantastic ITK knowledge. I'll, I'll give you a tip how it works is people tell them stuff and they repeat <laughs> it. Yeah? yeah, it's as simple as that. I'll tell you what, I, on transfer deadline day, when it looked like Ben Rama was going pear shaped, the grief I got, you know, was 90 minutes left and going, you put a picture up with eyes. And now it's not happening. Oh, no. Did I? Did I really put a picture up with eyes? Jesus, you should sue me for that. Come on, get a life. Jesus. Oh, oh, your WhatsApp group's got to be worth a few quid, Sean. <laughs> you get all the info. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's a model shit for you, about it. What's that? Charge subscription to a WhatsApp group where you give, give away... Lanzini! Oh, it's incredible! Oh. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I did inform a couple of my friends that I'm going to start charging 50p for updates. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm not, what's I've not got group? any friends like that, that. I'll, that I'll pass any information on to. Uh, well, Sean, doesn't need the, Sean doesn't need the money. He earns about 15 grand a week or from that advert site. Oh, he that's on. right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Dominic <laughs> Schreiber, uh, if you remember, who were good at kitchens. Um, and uh, I went to Mr. Schreiber's ass and alarmed his ass up, which was funny. Mr. Schreiber. Yeah, I did make a joke about kitchens, and they went, yeah, but apparently it sold it to MFI years before. Um, Arsenal and Aston Villa are the only teams to have let in less goals than West Ham. All teams seem to be struggling this season and wonder if this be due to no fans in the stadium. Quickly, boys, some one of you shout out. Do you think having no fans in the stadium means more goals? I do. Yes. What's the theory, though? I think I think players are being more expressive. And I don't mean that in the attacking sense. I mean that in the defensive sense. And I think because I think the pressure of having fans in the ground makes you probably concentrate more and more cautious. More, yeah, more cautious and more... Yeah, wary of mistakes, and I don't think that's there at the minute. And I think defenders are making mistakes, and I think attackers are taking advantage of it. Mm. That's my theory. That's a good. Uh, no, I, I, I like that. Didn't work in the championship this week because my goals bet didn't come in. It, well, I backed four nil-nil draws out of seven games for my both teams to score coupon. So. It shows you all I know about football, doesn't it? Um, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I met Ted Baker once as well. I went to his house to do work. Not the, the, the Ted Baker. Well, yeah, but I didn't know he weren't actually called Ted Baker. To be fair, the bloke who gave me the job said, go round there, the bloke's Ted Baker owns Ted Baker shops. So I knocked on the door and said, is Mr. Hello, Mr. Is Baker? Mr. Baker? Yeah, it's this Mr. Baker's act. He had a mal au pair. I thought that was a bit weird, a creepy Australian guy. a surfer dude by the looks of him. His missus was stunning. She was like an ex-model. And, and well, she had a she mal au pair him. and a nanny. Well, maybe she employed him. Well, yeah, no, I don't. I think the marriage went south. Anyway. Do you know why he's uh, his real name's Ray Kelvin? Do you know why he called it Ted Baker? Didn't he buy it? No. Oh right, go on. Because he didn't actually want to be the face of a fashion brand. 
He didn't oh, want to be famous. Yeah. So he called it Ted Baker instead of his real name, which is Ray Calvin. To be fair, he was a, he was a nice enough bloke to me. I spent a couple of days working in his house and whatever. And uh, he had a nice house. Uh, cracking. name. Uh, he's from East London, isn't he? I is think. he? Is that the guy? It might be Ted Baker you used to know. It could have been Paul Smith. I didn't know some I didn't really get that friendly with him. His missus was right. She made a nice cup of tea anyway. Uh yesterday, that weren't euphemism, Spotify people. She did actually make me a cup of tea. Uh Martin Row Row your boat or Row Sports, depending on what side of the fence you are. He said yesterday was sweeter because it showed our progression as a team. Another vote for yesterday. Yesterday's winning now. Uh he loved the team spirit, including the subs joined in the celebration. I thought that was good actually. That was a great that few bit, kids yeah. with coats on. And David Moyes bouncing around. Yeah, he did his dad dancing. David Platt and um, Pleat thing, didn't he? David Pleat, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh when Luton stayed up, was that against Man City? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 He was dancing around on the pitch yeah. like a granddad. Uh did you notice that Yama was the big man challenging Bow when he missed? We did. Do you agree with Jamie Carragher? He says that Moy should be given time to build a team and a club like he did at Everton. I do agree. Well, yeah, we do, but it's not. It's not ten years ago. I think if we would, uh, we if we would have got Moyes when we got Billich, that could have happened, couldn't it? But you know. Things change quickly, don't they? Do, do, when we let Billich go the first time, was you saying like, in, or instead of Billich, got Moyes in, then? Instead of Billich, I think he was the original. Um, but then again, he was offered the Man United job, so that wouldn't have worked out either. I don't think that Man United job helped him out really. But from what I know and from what I understand, he's a very hands-on manager. He likes to be, he's old-fashioned and he likes to sort of be in control of the whole club, which is a good thing. There's a few people that are that age that were hands-on and old-fashioned that are now doing time. So we don't need none of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Mark Mirastor. How's about? How's about? Uh, yes. Uh, good evening. Very polite, he says. Uh, he watched the first half yesterday and decided it would be better to go to bed since it was late. I think we can forgive Mark. He didn't go and watch a film. He he, he sort of, I think it was, I think he's in Australia or something. Uh, and I had an early start, he said. I was exchanging the views with a good friends in the Astates who was watching the game. My comment before retiring for the night was that we were playing well. We appeared to have confidence. To wake up to learn we had drawn was unbelievable and definitely made my day. The strength of characters shown by the old team was amazing. Subs were made at the right time. Not sure about that. But anyway, for the right reason. But Moyes shows why he's the manager picking the team and we're doing a podcast. All comebacks have their value and each brings moments to savour. This is special because it was destructive power of Spurs and the decisive way they cut through our defence, blah, 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 blah. Yet we proved to be far more than sacrificial lambs and rammed the form down their throats. He thinks we could get points from Liverpool and City, but maybe just the one or maybe all six. And he will watch both games without going to see a film uh, just to see how many points we get. There you go. Uh, Ed Hughes, Len. Loves a bit of squirrel, he does. does. Loves Even, it. He says, think yesterday. Even in it. Heroic saved question time from a tirade of anti-board sentiment. 
Uh, I do not understand our transfer policy. Identify we have a weak defence, he says, and then say we have too many wingers. Send Anderson out on loan. Say we want hungry, proven championships, but sell Dan Garnett for 18 million to fund defensive players and then spend it on Ben Rama and get Dawson and Kuval in for peanuts. He's baffled. Are you baffled? I agree. But goals are fun. <laughs> uh, uh, then Mark Smirisovic-Sorgo chips up, says, in the next windows, we need to find a long-term keeper and centre-off. There you go. See, look, I love it when people discuss it between themselves, clogging up the timeline. Brilliant. Uh, I see. I, didn't, didn't Jack Butlin go for quite cheap somewhere? Was he left stoked, was he? Yeah, I think he went somewhere quite cheap. He did, I think yeah. He could have been, been it Palace or somewhere. But don't we hope that Anang uh, is going to be our next keeper? She's a bit old, mate, to be fair. <laughs> Who's the other one? Nathan Trot. Nathan Trot and Joseph and Nang are the two prospects. You want to play your Nan? He didn't get it, Nigel. Um, I don't know. You tell me, Sean. Are they? And then we've bought us. We've bought a centre back, haven't we? We've agreed this Danish centre back that's um, Frank Alves or something that's going to join us in January. We bought him for one point two million pound. He signed a pre-contract with some. Um, he can't play in goal, know. though, can he? He's not. He's a centre back. But I'm saying, I think we've got two. Uh, obviously, um, how, how long contracts um, Fabianski got? A couple of years, isn't it? Yeah, and then we've got an option for another one, I think. Yeah. Um, and goalkeepers can go on. But I'm, I'm hoping by the time he retires, then we've got um, either Joseph and Nang or, or um, Nathan Trott is ready All to right, step quickly up. Quickly then, last goalkeeper to play regular in our first team that come through the, the academy. Mervyn. Mervyn Day. See, you're too quick. Sorry. It's better when Sean goes. Oh, Sean! I was going to say David. I thought maybe David Martin. David Martin. David Martin. I thought he might have started our academy and then left and come back again. Stephen Bywater don't count, Nigel. No. Well, we bought him from Rochdale as a sixteen-year-old. He did go into our academy. Point. Well made, George. Yeah, he counts. Yeah, well done. But did did he play regular? Yeah, he, he did for a while. The play off final, yeah. wasn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, well, you've, you've, you you've been outmaneuvered in your own game. Well, not really, because I did caveat it by saying play regular. I'm not sure he was a regular, but anyway. So you get, you're one of these people, you get caught player. out and you, you're a bad loser. Well, I've not been caught out. We'll prove it later. There's no winning or losing, Sean. It's the taking part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Davy Jones, old Ziggy Stardust. Oh, Dave. Evening all. He says he said another great episode of the West Ham saga. Yesterday was better. Well, yesterday's the winner now, as the Spuds looked like they were scoring for fun, and Bell missing a sitter to seal the cake was icing on the cake. Animation, Len. Oh, okay. How hard would it be to pitch an idea like Crystal Tips and Alistair to a channel? as it must have had something with over 50-odd episodes with no dialogue. Brady out. Um, Very hard. The pitching process isn't. It's expensive and not worth it anymore. Very hard is the answer. 
says the well, man has now animation. got an animated program on, on Amazon Prime. There you go. Yeah, but I've got previous of Amazon. Oh, that is true. Yeah. You see, to, when you pitch it to Netflix, it costs fifteen hundred pound, and um, there's an intermediary. So I have to, so I have to pay someone else to do the job that I do. So I'm never putting anything on Netflix. That'd be ridiculous. But the, his answer is quite difficult. I mean, I, I, the, the only thing I'd say is to find it. I, I typed in Canning Town. And um, it came up, did it? Yeah, it came up, obviously, with your film. Two two episodes of the film on there. Yeah, extra Time as well. Have you seen Extra Time? Oh, I've not seen Extra Time. No. Well, you should have. You're in it. Oh, I'll have to watch it then. I think you are anyway. Um, all right, I'll have a look. It's good because it it is a there's three quarters of an hour of stuff that didn't make the oh. the uh, the timeline, like the promotion. Al Tonka got his nickname. A lot of stuff. All right. Watch that tonight. Uh, well, no, but I'll save it probably next week. And when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, right, it'll be Aunt bedtime then. by the time we've done this. And uh, yeah, well, we're nearly there. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm actually while the question's going, I'm watching the football sketch show. How are you? Oh, good. A film worth watching. Sean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start eating my dinner in a minute. And uh, there, there's a dinner question coming up, George. Yes. Oh, so can we get there? Because I'm about to go for my dinner. Yeah. Uh, Gary Prince says, even though I was at Wembley, yesterday was better. Uh, he was at Wembley, Sean. Did we see him? Um, I don't think we did. What I can't now, remember. Yeah. What now for Lanzini? Will Moyes be bold and start matches and with more attacking option? Ryan Darlow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Generally couldn't stop smiling today. Geezer at work, Spurs fan reckoned it was a shit goal. Bless his little cotton socks. Paul Sanders at the Colonel says, I say Wembley was sweeter because we won and put Spurs out of the cup. He's still buzzing though. And Matty Kemp from Spandau Ballet says, great comeback. I'm sure Moore's popped home and was watching the game on Sky, barking orders to Stuart Pierce, But Pierce was too busy watching a film to notice. Hold <laughs> 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 uh, up. Uh, dear, oh dear. Uh, I lost me Fred. Sorry about this, people. That's all right. No rush. Yeah, all right. Right. I think I've done Matthew Kemp's um, portrait last week. Him and his dad. If it's the same guy. I'll tell you what, Len, you could cut this last couple of minutes out and make a little yeah, clip on your this on Amazon Prime. This is gold. <laughs> yeah. This is absolute gold, mate. <laughs> All right, calm down. Here, <laughs> getting a bit fractious out in Surrey. Uh, my Marion pops up. Oh, boy, oh, he says. Uh, the Spurs game just about summed up why we are West Ham supporters. He's got a question for Nigel, which is obviously me. Uh, right, here we go. Which do you prefer, the key-operated multi-point locking system or the rim automatic dead latch with a key locking handle? Wow. Um, 
I'll tell you what, the key-operated multi-point locking system is better if you don't want to get locked out. People with UPVC doors years ago uh, kept me busy by leaving their keys on the inside, walking out the door and shutting it, leaving the key stuck on the inside. Now, if you've got a UPVC door with a key stuck on the inside, it means if you've got a key in your hand, it won't work because you can only have a key on one side of the door with these uh, Euro-profile cylinders. So thank you very much. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. I pop in. I slip your door open in 30 seconds and I used to charge you 50 quid for the honour. <sighs> so, but they are better to people. They are better. And they're better for old people as well. Make sure that. Uh, rather than the automatic dead latch with a key locking handle, because as soon as you shut the door, the door's locked, and if you forget your keys inside, you have to be ripped off by the likes of myself. Question for Len, which is the best cartoonist pen? Is it the Rotring Radiograph Technical Pen or the Stadler Pigment Fine Liner? He's Mr. Tech. Well, it's more digital these days. That's... I've used both of them now previously in just sort of art boards. Um, I haven't really got an answer. Oh, right. Used to like a Pentel or a Sharpie, or but it's all digital these days. So two great pens, though, uh, marvelous yeah. pens. pens go. I'd, uh, yeah. Paper mate, mate. Paper mate. Used to make. I've a got knife. paper mate in my hand now. Is it a uh, paper mate ink joy? They're oh, lovely. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, when actually doing some storyboard art, where I had to hand draw storyboards when you you could only because um. Some brands will only let you pitch with um, bold and copy. You can't get you can't get too oh, close yeah. to the final. And uh, I do like a bit of a biro and watercolor when that happens. I, I, did, you know, I like a biro. It's good for shading in the block capitals on a new. Lovely paper. for cross hatching. Yeah, lovely cross hatching in biro. <sighs> Question for John. Hello, sorry, he's still, he's still there. He's, yeah. yeah, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Was George's yeah. best friend at school the dinner lady? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. No, well, he does <laughs> like his dinner. He does like his dinner. He does like his uh, dinner. I, was... I don't blame him, though. He's like getting late. Oh, dear, we're cracking on. Don't worry. Uh, question for Benny the Bull. Uh, That's you, Sean. Is he still here? He's watching yeah, I'm watching your, uh, watching your film. Okay. Yeah. That's quite uh, good. Come on, keep up, Benny. That's quite uh, good. What was the point of giving 10% discount in the club shop when it could not be used on the recent price reduced away shirt? What am I in charge of retail all of a sudden? It's a question, isn't it? He's asking you a question. Be polite and answer it. What he doesn't know. Well, I'll tell he you what, if you pay me a pound, I'll tell you over WhatsApp. <laughs> 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 it could be the new title of the podcast. Uh, pay me a pound, uh, and I'll tell you. What was the name of that character in Carry On Camping who charged a pound? The Peter Butworth character. I can't think of his name. Oh, the good, oh. yeah, the... Um, Eugene something, wasn't he, or something? Yeah, the man on the gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pound. Oh no, free for a pound. Yeah. Uh DJ Russ just put lots of fun with an X. Um there you go. He didn't go he doesn't go to away games, does he? He's only allowed to go to home games. Well no, he he he, he can go. Can he? Yeah, but obviously when fans are allowed back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the moment he gets to see the home games because he plays the bubbles. 
right? But yeah, I don't want to play with you. Member of staff. Tottenham are not going to play bubbles just for us. Well, I don't know. He could go, I'm staff, you know. <laughs> I'm here in case we have to blow a few bubbles, you know. And I'm sure Spurs have got a button monkey that can go bubbles. Oh, that's a bit unfair to DJ. There's so much more oh, than pressing a button. Have you, uh, listen, I've, I've been on a YouTube channel on Iron United when he's been live from the game and I watched him and he pressed a button and bubbles went, played. And I keep telling him, play the B side. It's so much better. Oh, he get the sack yeah. for that. Not not that they pay him anyway, but there you go. Well, he does it for free. I believe so. Maybe no. I'm speaking out of turn, but... Russ, mate. What wow, Russ. Russ, this, the, we've already said this is a capitalist generation. Dear, oh dear. You stamp into that office to break his office and you I, demand I understood he did it for free, but maybe I'm speaking out of turn, oh, so don't take well, it. Ask him. We've opened a tin of beans here. Last, no, worms. Not least. worms sorry. Uh, well, it's not last, actually. It's, it was least. All right. It's Dodsey. He goes, all right, my answer, how you's doing? He says he's in level two lockdown, which could be worse. You could be Welsh in total lockdown. Uh, Canary Wolf, I'll tell you what, ghost town. Quarter to nine, walking through Canary Wolf, out of the tube station. Normally you get 500 people uh, at like a minute or whatever. Two people come out of Canary Wolf tube station. That's like that at two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. though. Blame Maid Marion, stay safe. He says, wash your hands and do the okey cokey. He says he's got questions. Uh, suppose for a change, I better answer your questions, Nigel. Then I'll get on to mine. Not not so much a comeback, but being in the way end at Spuds, when Ravel, he has to go do it. You ain't answered the question, Dodds. Dodds, he asked the question, what was better? Wembley or this one? He goes and says, when Ravel Morrison run the length of the pitch, the score was pretty special. Yeah, well, mate, I was there when we won four. That one. was a good one. Yeah, and old Stevie Jones scored. I was sitting in the director's box next to Martin Peters when Ian White scored for us. Mate, that was good. That was good. Uh, got got in trouble. And my Tottenham mate was not impressed. Bless him. Uh, Wembley over last night. All day long. You can't beat a family West Ham day out at a final. <laughs> uh, he thinks we can get a point or two out of the games coming up. But the fairy tale of the last three games has got to end sometime because we are West Ham. Right, my beauties. What the hell was going on the last week's podcast? Why was Nigel whispering all the way through the podcast last week? Is he scared of his wife or something? Uh, yes, is the answer. Uh, there you go. Also, who has a phone that rings like ring, 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 ring in the middle of a podcast unless you're back in the 60s and 70s, Nigel? Uh, I must... Is that yours? Was it? I don't, my phone does ring like that. Yeah, actually. Yeah, so it must well, it's be. a phone. It's rings. What do you want it to bloody do? I don't know. Do play um, CTU some... or yeah. some, you know, do, 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 you know something. Do, 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 do. Like some crappy 24-hour thing. Nigel, <sighs> focus. Question. Even the podcast West Ham Way are starting to charge, Sean. What are your views where we got that? He's on the fence. Go for it, Len, on this way forward. Do you think you'll ever charge... Uh, well, we might start charging out of town as Dodds. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did see this today. Uh, it's Big Fat Sam's birthday today. What present would you get? Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, I should have put his yeah. portrait out. You should have done, mate. I didn't know it was his birthday. Bloody oh, sure, that would have gone down lovely. Isn't it? Yeah. You could have had him doing that in the bath, blowing out birthday candles. 
Yeah. Hey? That would have been good, wouldn't it? That would have been good, wouldn't it? What what present would I give him? That plane ticket I asked that taxi driver to take him two years ago so he could sod off out of the country. Uh, Why was Alan not even on the bench, Sean? Who? Alan. Alain. Oh, wasn't he on the bench? He he didn't make the bench. He missed the bench because he had a a slight knock, but he'll be back next week. Uh, do you agree with me, Nigel? We need a plan B. Plan A looks very good at the moment, but we definitely need a plan B. Not really bothered, to be fair, Dodds. Uh, what a fantastic and humbling touch for side Ben Rama to donate the money owed to him. Uh, shows real class, in my view, and hopefully shows the kind of person he is. As always, Brady out. Uh, yeah. That. He on. didn't donate all of it, but there was a £500,000 uh, loyalty bonus. And to get the deal done, he suggested to the director of football and the coach that he donate a proportion of the money to 100 staff that helped him in his development at Brentford. So, yeah, well done to the chap. So, he donated some of the money that they were welching and trying to welch him. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. To get the deal through. Correct. And he gets, so the loyalty bonus that he wanted for leaving, yeah, loyalty and leaving. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's be fair to him. He was promised five hundred thousand pounds to stay to the end of the summer transfer window, which ended a few weeks ago. It didn't include the domestic window. <laughs> oh my life! You so made no, it no, even no, better. There you is. go. You made it better. There you go. Well done. The man's got a big heart. I did like the picture with his mum. Well done. I hope he thinks, but please don't. When you get when you when you ask for a loyalty bonus to be paid up when you're leaving a the club, there's a problem there. <sighs> one more to go. Last one, people. You can all breathe a sigh of relief. Woo! It's been sent to me. Oh, where did he send it? It's got to be Belinda, isn't it? No, we've got Belinda. She's been gone. Sorry, I switched off. I was watching Len's uh, program. Nige, I read this at 3 0 and just remembered it. Shows why we can never abandon all hope. Brilliant. What's he talking about? Oh, yeah, my tweet. Shit happens. Clink the fault. We scored three at Wembley half time. Uh, Andrew Hall, <laughs> fellow Surrey Illuminati, for you three boys. Uh, Hello, chaps. He said he can't believe we got a point yesterday. Remarkable finish. Incredible game of football. Uh, we all watched the game with the Surrey Amers in Epsom. Is that near you, boys? Oh, yeah, yeah. Surrey Amers, you lads, not part of the game? We're not part of the Surrey Amers. I know there's a Guildford Amers. We, we, we've been, uh, we, we don't know about the membership of that, but um, if you send it. I mean, George is Surrey Hills. Uh, John, are you, are you going to be Surrey Hills? Does, does that count as Surrey Hills? Uh, yes, I will be when I go, yeah. So a little bit far away from Epsom, but hey, you know. Maybe you could you two could use twos could start the Surrey Hills hammers. Maybe. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, he watched it with the Surrey Hammers in Emerson. He's anyway. socially distancing, of course. But the celebrations when Lanzini scored were amazing and proved Moyes has instilled some great team spirit amongst that group of lads. Never say die attitude. And he yeah. said hopefully more of the same. 
against Man City. Brady out. Yeah. Start saying special. We're gonna we're gonna qualify for Europe. <laughs> and we- Hall, Dawkins, Surrey, and uh, Dawkins boy. Per usual, we say hello, Brenda. Hello, Brenda. Hello, okay. Brenda. Right, we're gonna do predictions, yeah. Let me just play this. Just just humorous one last time. Lanzini! Oh, it's incredible! What a goal from Manuel Lanzini! And the most unlikely of comebacks from West Ham United has happened! Well, there you go. Uh, predictions. John, for Man City. Hello. Um... Uh, let's go really positive and uh, let's have a two draw. Mm, love it. Uh, Len. I'd like to stand at a two draw. That sounds doable. No. You have to pick something else. Yeah, that's the rules. <laughs> Three all then. Or you could join me in a WhatsApp group and pay me a pound and forget about it. Yeah? <laughs> George. Oh, George may have gone for his dinner. Have his dinner. Come. <laughs> um, Do we know Nigel. No, this was Nigel. This was the best one. Nigel. I think that was done some time ago. Oh, was it? Nigel predictions. Yeah. Lose 4-0. I believe we'll win 1-0. One, uh, one last call for George to see if he's here. No, he's gone for dinner. Right, Len, uh, it's goodbye from me. Uh, Len has been... Um, free of charge. Uh, yeah. John has been... Happy to be here. George has been, well, he's gone for dinner. And Nigel has been. I mean, me said. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Lanzini! Oh, it's incredible! What a goal from Manuel Lanzini! And the most unlikely of comebacks from West Ham United has... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 